I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is currently 9 p.m. where I currently reside on the eastern side of the good old U.S. of A. Tough guy. And it is another episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. Man, we got a good one for you tonight. Not that the other ones aren't good, but this one's especially good. This one's really good, I promise. I don't promise, but I strongly uh, suggest. Uh, we got a great Warrior of the Week segment coming at you. I'm going to be uh, really excited for this weekend. Going to be uh, hanging with uh, with Mr. and Mrs. Page at the uh, Raleigh Comic Con uh, down here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, we're fresh off the retreat. A lot of people got on the retreat. If you're listening to that and you uh, are at the retreat or have any dirt or any scoops or you know, some, some uh, tawdry uh, gossip or National Enquirer-level uh, rumor and innuendo. Give us a call. Fill us in on the details. Um, but before we get into that, of course, we have to introduce the co-host. She is the conscience of the co-host and probably the adult supervision <coughs> of DDP Radio. Um, and she just uh, had a birthday <laughs> this past week. And... Uh, I think that I think that uh, we need to celebrate uh, Canadians' national treasure for her 21th year on this planet. Of course, Crystal Stewart, happy <laughs> birthday! How was your week? Um, it was a very interesting week. Thank you. Um, yeah, we've had a funny week here, and yeah, I'm old enough to know better, but young enough to not really care. So, yeah, there we go. It's done yeah. and over with. <laughs> Man, you know, the, the, I this, this is weird because it's not necessarily an age thing. Like I don't, it is, but I always get super down and I bummed out on my birthday for some reason. And like it's not one of those like I don't want to go out, but then I want my friends to force me to go out. I don't want to see anybody. I'm like, this is my day. I don't want to see anybody. And I last year for the first time in a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna own this birthday. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna prove that I can still rage again. But an hour later, I came in limping in the apartment. I'm like, I can't rage anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, um, I you know, don't like being age is just, a, yeah, I just, I tell Katie all the time, I say, don't ever throw me a surprise party. 
because yeah, no, and I, I mean it. It's not one. Of, it's not one of those like, oh, don't throw me a surprise party. Throw me a surprise party because you know I'll. Be, that's the one thing I'll show up to where I'm like in my underwear and I haven't showered and like <laughs> scratching my ass as I walk in, smelling and sweating and a room full of people. And I'm like, Ugh. but that's uh. See, in all seriousness, you know, age is just a number. And I got to tell you, I had this immense fear of time, and I and I still do. One of my biggest, um, uh, if you call it a crisis in life, is dealing with the concept of time and and loss. And not my loss. Like I'm not afraid to die. Like I know it sounds kind of. I mean, I'm afraid of the process of dying. You know, the, the breathlessness, the pain, and stuff like that. But I'm not afraid to not be here. But for me every year that ticks by is, is a reminder that I'm going to lose people I care about and uh, my body is going to start breaking down. So it's not necessarily death, but time that has been my big struggle, like throughout my life. And my uncle Bob passed away uh, a couple of years ago and he was not, he was almost, he was 85 years old. He died. Um, I think I've told you about him. He used to go up to Canada. He yeah. tore with the band yeah. Sloan, which is like a huge band because he had a friend who was the manager. Yeah. And he'd go into Boston and ride like 15 miles into Boston and go shopping for the day and ride back. He was in such unbelievable shape. Uh, about 10 days before he passed away, he was out gardening in the lawn doing his thing, and he sat down and couldn't get up. So he called my uncle, and he was just riddled with cancer, like just riddled. He lasted 10 days, but he, um, which is the way someone like him would want to go because he's so vibrant and funny and, and smart and witty. He wouldn't have wanted to waste away like that. But when he did, I realized in, in kind of being around here in the DDP yoga community and seeing guys like Ted and, and Paige and, and, and right. all these people who are not accepting age as, as, as a, you know, a checkout moment because we die, but a lot of times 20, 30 years before we die, we give up. And we just admit and, and accept that we're going to sit in this recliner for the next 30 years and waste away. And when you see somebody like my Uncle Bob or someone like Paige or, or some of these amazing people in the community who are living amazing lives to their 70s and even 80s and even 90s, it's, it's an inspiration. It really is a reminder that we don't have to accept <laughs> the, uh, the standard definition of being old. And no. that's kind of why we do the show uh, and bring you these stories because we're changing minds and we're changing concepts and through stuff like EDP yoga and healthy eating and positivity, we can live the best versions of ourselves despite our circumstances. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know that better than anybody. I, I know that you've oh. been very public with your health problems um, in the past, and if, if on the day you got diagnosed, if you just accepted it and laid on the couch and never got up, just like laid there and accepted your, you know, diagnosis, yeah. that, that's you'd be in a different place right now. I promise you. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not that girl. <laughs> I'm totally not that girl. I mean, <laughs> no, nope, nope, but you're fighting. Down and yeah, I mean, have I sat on my tuchus and you know thrown a pity party? Absolutely. And right now, I'm in a world of hurt. But that being said, you know, you press on. You always have a choice, whether it be to, you know, sit on your ass or slide on it. And I would sooner slide on it and go, whoa, wasn't that fun? Yeah, I just don't want, I don't want anything to take away. I, I just. And for me, I just, uh, I'm not, I guess it's a positive thing. I'm not willing to accept 
that I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Despite That's everything, I mean, I, I, right, I have to put up with, and right now I'm putting up with a boatload of stuff, but, you know, you put up with stuff so you can go a little harder when you're able to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah, no, that's I, what I do. That's perfect. There, there, there's, there's time to say, there's time to rest so you can kind of spring up the next time. And, yeah, and I'm really not, know, the, I'm not, sorry, Mike, I'm not that person oh, no. to be told. If someone says to me, I can't do something, <laughs> that's usually a surefire <laughs> way for me to do it. <laughs> yep. Well, that that's, and that's, that's the, that's the fighter mentality, you know? And that's yeah, the kind yeah, of, uh, I, but yeah, that's the kind of uh, attitude you need to, to to deal with some of these serious and, and heavy situations, um, oh, which yeah. you do on a daily basis and should be commended for. Um, I I and, mean I don't know about commended, but yeah, I mean you just oh, no. it's, it's life. It's not you can never live it in a backward motion. No matter where you come from, what your faith is, you know whatever. Life is a forward-moving thing. You can't take two steps back and relive a moment. Once you have it, you have it. You can't have uh, a do-over. First of all, shut up and don't even try to be humble because you're inspiring to a whole lot of people here on a daily basis. So don't even pull that <laughs> at me. You you deserve Thank to you. be commended. <laughs> um, and there's people who who you know, in this community who is worse off than you, there's better off than you. There's so many people True. that come back True. on a daily basis and just defy, defy, you know, physics and defy the law of, of physics and life. Um, we got a great one we're going to feature up here in, in a few minutes I'm going to bring on. Um, but uh, in my own personal story, uh, to, to, to take a minute, I, I found myself this year in a place that was just – and it's so hard to describe because it, it was a version of depression, but also yep. pure happiness at the same time. I was happy, and I, it's hard to describe this because I've been told it was a version of depression, but I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel sorry for myself. I didn't feel down. My spirits were up, but I just got in this uh, this mindset of just personal nihilism. I didn't care. I just I'm just like you know what? This is going to be a battle forever. I'm not going to have the strength to fight this forever, so I'm just going to do what I do. And I fell back into that trap. And while you're in that trap, your mind will rationalize a whole lot of things that are irrational. Yep. And I started telling yep. myself, well, I'd rather just eat whatever I want and be happy rather than worry about this all the time. And the problem is it was fun for a while, and I enjoyed it. But by the time I realized that, everything has become harder. The stairs have become harder. Sitting up has become harder. <laughs> Getting my workout in has gotten harder. By the time I really realized the effects of those fun few months that I was having, it was to the point where like, wow, now I got to turn this around and I got a long way to go. But you realize it way too late. It's like, you know, one of the, yeah, the heroin, you know, it's, it's, they always say it, it feels amazing. And then you feel amazing the first few times but when it stops feel, feeling amazing and you're like, oh, I can't do this. This is just terrible now. Then it's got, it sucks in you and you realize that you're in deep. And that's where I found myself on my wedding day. And uh, I was the worst physical shape I've ever been in my life. And I felt terrible, but I was also just incredibly happy. Like I had all my friends and family there. And, and, and I kind of had like a moment there where I realized like, all right, now, now I'm not worried about me. I got, I got to, a wife to live for. I got, I got somebody depending on me being here. 
and it kind of gave me that spark to allow myself to kind of just, you know, at least put in a little effort and try because I wasn't trying. I was, I was, I was just, what's the point? It, you know, this year has been a, lot, yeah. a hard year for a lot of people and uh, I got yeah, into that. What's the point mode. And the thing that yeah. turned it around is Paige gave me a call out of the blue and uh, checked up on me because you saw a picture of me. He goes, dude, you're not looking so hot. You're looking, you're looking big, but you're looking sick. And so he kind of spent a, a good hour on the phone giving me a little bit of a fire it up. And then he got on the phone with Katie and told her, you know, you got to stay on him. And just those people who were reaching out that didn't need to allowed me to kind of realize that I got a lot of people looking out for me. And if I can't find a reason for myself, I got a lot of people rooting for me and depending on me. I can find a reason for all the people who care and then found the reason within myself. And I mean, that's I think why. That wanna... Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was, go ahead. No, I think, you know, that's one of the biggest things about Dallas that I greatly appreciate is regardless of wherever you, it doesn't matter where you are or what's going on or He's always the person that's going to call you on your bullshit. Always. It, without fail. <laughs> and you know when you see his name come across your cell phone and you think, oh, God, what did I do? You know, have I yep. messed up? Or <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as you hear his voice, and, I mean, I, I, I really appreciate my talks with Dallas. We've had some pretty heavy ones. But, you know, he's always... I don't know. He's got this amazing knack of always pulling you out of the wash, you know, and and you're mm-hmm. better for it. Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing person. No, for sure. And, you know, that's what keeps us here. I've been here for a long time. You've been here for a long time. I don't even, can't, I don't even keep track yep. of the years anymore. It's been so long. And yeah, you know, right. You had your ups just... and downs. Yeah, I mean, it is. We've, you, you and I, I think, probably came around the same time. We, we've had our ups and downs, yeah. but we keep coming back to it, and, and that's important. And I want to stress that to anyone who's listening. That's important that you keep coming back. A lot of people will will struggle and they'll disappear, but they come back and they realize, okay, this worked for me, so they come back. Uh, and Katie, I, I guess you'll share Katie. Oh, sorry about Katie today, and then we'll grab um, Roy here. Um, Katie went to the gym to cancel her membership down in, in here at Holly Springs for the only reason that the classes that she liked were canceled and she couldn't make any class classes there for her schedule. And we have a gym right mm-hmm. here at the at the at the comp, at our complex here. We have a beautiful gym, so she was just going to do that. So she goes in, and the guy was kind of giving her a little hard time, and they asked, "What are you doing for uh, for eating or whatever?" And she goes, "Well, you know, I work out and you know I, I do Weight Watchers and." He goes, well, why are you doing Weight Watchers? And, sh- and she's like, well, it works for me. And and so the guy said, well, you know that they have 70% of their members are return members. And he said it in a way that was judgmental and also kind of put downish. And this is an endorsement yeah. for Weight Watchers either way. I've had a success in it, but she was look, he was putting it down. And I said, well, 70% of their members are return members. That's a good thing because they realized what they were doing was working for them. They left and they realized that it was working, so they came back. That's right. like a positive thing to me. Because you're, never, you're right. never through this fat addiction. And as long as you no. keep coming back, that's, that's a positive. That's a good thing. Yeah, 
because you have this little mental switch. And if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. There's a huge difference between making something a priority and making something an option. It's a huge, it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and usually yeah. when you make a priority, it stays a priority. Yeah, absolutely. It does. But as soon as you start deciding that, Oh, you know, I'll just have one more or, Oh, I'll work out later. No, 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 no. I don't know about you, but when I look at my clock, there is no later. (laughs) There's only right now. Perfectly said, perfectly said. And uh, speaking of right now, (laughs) that was, that was, that was a perfect, uh, Segway, by the way. Thank you very much for setting me up for that. <laughs> we You're have, welcome. Uh, we have a we have an awesome community here uh, in the GDP uh, yoga world. And uh, Crystal, uh, what is the? Uh, I can't remember what the the uh, there was a, a. I'm not into superheroes, but there's like supposed to be a superhero that watches over the entire comic book universe. I'm not big into comic books, so I couldn't tell you the name. But in this universe. That foreseer is Crystal, and she's got her eye on the vast landscape uh-huh. of the DDP yoga community. She goes into every nook and every group and every cranny of the every corner of the community, and she finds the best of the best and finds people who really are sticking out and uh, who are really just putting the work in and who are really, you know, you know, walking the walk. And you take those people and you bring them and you put them in a secret envelope. You pass them to the carrier who passes them to a carrier pigeon that flies it down to Raleigh, North Carolina – Puts it in my hand, and I yeah, say, I do. that's the that's the word. And uh, Crystal, yep. uh, you've brought us somebody tonight that I'm excited to talk to. Um, I'm gonna hopefully this is him because if I bring him on after this long intro, I believe it's it awkward is. and it's not him. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I think I we have uh, Roy on the line. Uh, Roy, are you here? I'm here, and you're right. Crystal is like the overseer of the DDP oh, Yoga no, Universe. No, no. <laughs> Hi, Roy. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Oh, it's so good to hear your well, voice. Um, you well, too, Roy, finally. We're doing all. this. Like, it took it took forever. We're here. Yeah, we're here. No, I'm, I'm excited. And I have to thank Roy, too. He, he's been patient. We were supposed to have him on the show two weeks ago and my dad uh, was admitted to the hospital. He got a really uh, a serious medical condition. He had some internal bleeding going on. So I was waiting for phone calls and I was in no condition to go on the air because I get pretty stressed out with stuff like that. So we had to call off that show and then we had him scheduled for next week, but we had forgotten we had already double booked and had Nancy scheduled. So Roy, thank you for your flexibility and being thank willing you. to uh, work with us on the schedule. Oh man, no no worries whatsoever. I'm definitely uh, flexible. You're you're the best. Awesome. <laughs> so um, and and uh, to clarify, uh, Roy Vicks, who Crystal informs me is not the heir apparent of the Vicks Vapor of Fortune. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, we just we were telling the story off the air because you said Vicks and she's like like the the cough medicine. And I said, well, we had a buddy of mine back home who wasn't really, couldn't really, like, you know, meet girls at the bar and stuff. So we used to make up the story that his name was Stephen Marriott, the heir of the Marriott Hotel for him. And suddenly people started talking to him. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, no, so, so to get started. That <laughs> so, so to get started here, um, you've been around DDPO, you're obviously having success. 
what was your uh, bring it back to the comic books? I, I said I wasn't a comic book fan, but I've been talking about comic books. What's your origin story? What what kind of uh, to flip the trigger and uh, made you want to kind of you know try this out? And, and what was the moment that you thought, man, I need to do something? This sounds like something I want to do. Oh man, you know it's you know I can, I can make that story really short, you know, and we have to because of time. But there's so many layers to it. That, that led up to it, but it, um, I have to go back to 2003 when I got out of the army, I was in the infantry for 10 years and I got out of the army in 2003 and went back home to Chicago. I live in Alabama now, but, um, went back to Chicago and I just was going straight downhill. I was miserable. I was angry at the world. I had nobody to fight. I was in a bad bad place and going down down the tubes fast i mean like 100 miles an hour and my family was worried my friends were worried and um so i i was asked you know to maybe try some new things and shift gears a little bit and try and work on myself so i ended up moving to alabama or had some other family down here and uh, in about 2005 and that's where it really started to spiral down and I, my army body was completely gone. I had put on easily a hundred pounds. I was in like the 303, 305 range in 2005, 2006, and um, stayed that way for, for quite some time and was in a really bad place. And if you guys would have met me, I wouldn't have been the guy that you wanted to hang around with. You wouldn't have wanted anything to do with me. I was a horrible, horrible person. Um, but that's for another another story. But it it, it continued that way up until um, a few years ago, really. And, and I took a, a few of the pounds off, and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to be 300 pounds, you know. So I I lost you know 25, 30 pounds here or there, and then it would come back, and then I would lose some. But um, seven years ago, uh, my life changed completely i did a whole 180 uh, a friend of mine brought me to church one night and and uh, everything changed uh, my whole entire life changed and i met my wife shortly uh she became my wife shortly thereafter um and two about two and a half years ago we adopted um a little girl we got her when she was only two hours old when we adopted our daughter and um i was still kind of big i went to the gym all the time but i went just to uh, see how much I can bench. I was benching like 405. I, I made that all that weight that I had work for me. I was like, well, if I'm going to be this big fat guy, I'm going to make it work my while and I'm going to start benching. So I go to the gym just to really just to bench and talk to my friends. And um, that's really how it went down. And I'd lost another couple pounds here or there, like, you know, five. And I was in about the 285, 286 range. And um, when we adopted our daughter, I, I knew, you know, like I, I was still a really happy guy. I was happy with my life, happy with my, my wife and my job. And, and uh, but I still had this, this war inside of me that I fought every day. I'm like, I just accepted the fact that I was just this big dude. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be big and sort of fluffy and um, strong. But one day my daughter was about six months old. Um, I was just watching her sleep and I said, you know, 
she's got a, this amazing story of how she came into our lives. And one day, you know, we're going to tell her that. And I wanted, I knew right then and there, I didn't want her to know that guy. I wanted her to have the, the dad who could do anything and, and run and, and play and, and not be big and, and worried, you know, like huffing and puffing, running through the yard. I wanted her to have the guy that was in the army that could just do anything. And I said, she deserves me at my very, very best, not just in, in my emotional state, my faith and anything, but physically as well. So I had to be, I wanted to be great for her. And that's when that day, as I sat and watched her take a nap, I made that decision. I said, this is it. No more. I'm done. Uh, It's going to go away. I'm going to be that guy again for my family. And that was the, the exact moment. And I never looked back. Um, That's amazing story. Um, Yeah. Man, you, you, you hit on so many things there. One thing that I, I, I heard in your story, which which I find so relatable, and I, I found so many other people in, in the DDPR community may relate to as well. You know, you talk, I, they always say, you got to do it for yourself. You got to do it for yourself. But for someone like me, sometimes that ain't enough. Sometimes you have to find somebody who is more important than you to finally get that switch. And, and for me, you know, marrying my wife was that moment. And for you, your daughter and, and your wife, because... You know, you know, for somebody who like you and I who have been abusing our each other, abusing ourselves for years with food and you know whatever other vices are along the way, we we obviously didn't have that you know uh, trigger to uh, be able to do it for ourselves. So you had to find someone like your daughter who was going to be that catalyst for you. And I think that is a, a relatable story to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. That was that's what did it. You know, and, and for years, you know, dating my wife. My my wife is an extremely gifted uh, triathlete and runner. And I'm talking, you know, incredible. And people still to this day will ask me. You know, I don't want to offend you, but what was your wife, uh, you know, interested in you for? <laughs> because she's this like tremendous athlete, and we met at the gym. You know, and I was like, hey, you know, we, uh, it took me a while to get her to go out with me, but she eventually did. And I was like, boy, maybe she really doesn't like fat guys, you know, because she wouldn't go out with me. And uh, but eventually she did. And, and we got married. And, and um, but, yeah, and it was always in the back of my mind. You know, we'd go to these triathlons and I, and, you know, I'm the guy carrying all the stuff for her and and waiting at the finish line. I'm like, you know. I used to be able to do stuff like that. Like I, you know, when I was in the army, we did stuff like this for days on end. And I'm like, but you know what? That's in the past. I don't do that. I'm not capable of any of that anymore. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. You know, but then it was, um, yeah. When, when Amaris, my daughter was born, that that's what did it. I said, okay, you know, enough's enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, right? Um, I'm sorry. So, how much look at when you sit and you look back now, from life then to life now, how much of how much has the things changed? How much has your day to day changed? 
dramatically, uh, complete. Yeah. One hundred percent dramatically. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm holding steady at like uh, eighty three pounds. I've been there for a while. It's um, eighty three pounds down. Um, Good job. I, I, for some reason, I have I haven't moved. Like I'm I'm just kind of there. Like and and I think that's where my body wants to be for a while. I'm not, and uh, but I have since I did when I did Ironman I put on like three pounds since then because I wasn't eating and training in the same capacity. But um, yeah, got rid of those right away. But yeah, um, my <laughs> daily I mean my daily routine. You know, I get started. You know, it changed literally the first week of of doing the program. You know, I got curious. I I wanted something. The gym wasn't working for me. Um, right. obviously, like I said, I'm not just going to go there and lift weights and go home. And I said, I need something I can do here while the baby's asleep. And, and, um, you know, I, I wasn't a, a wrestling fan at all, um, uh, growing up or even as an adult, but certainly I knew, um, you know, like back in, they call it like the attitude era and all that, um, yeah. all, all the major, the major guys, like I knew all the, the major players in the wrestling world, everybody did. I mean, they were everywhere. And of course, I knew who Dallas was, and and um, you know, like Steve Austin. I knew all the the big guys, and but didn't follow the sport. But I remembered seeing Dallas on this weird some morning talk show that I just happened to have on one day, months months before I even decided to do this, and they were talking about um, you know his his program, and and uh, I think it was just starting to, to kick off, and the lady said. I specifically remember that, he, that she said, so is this like Broga? And he goes, don't you dare call yeah. Broga. And so <laughs> that stuck in my head, I think, for the, that reason. Because, you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to look up that guy's uh, program. Let me see what I can find. I bet I could do that here at home. And sure enough, it was the first thing, you know, that's what piqued my interest. I wasn't interested in any other you know, P90X or whatever you want to call that other stuff. And, and, uh, so yeah, I found it sure enough. And, and it was that day I said, this is it. I'm doing it. Uh, no excuses. I'm going to follow the program. Um, and I, and I did it for about three or four weeks, you know, you know, daily stuck with it, uh, you know, once, twice a day, whatever, uh, weekends, everything. And, um, I think about three, three weeks into it, I saw a little ad for a, um, he had a, a ultimate workshop in Georgia at the PC. And yeah. um, I think it was the last one, the last one they ever did that, or since then, I, don't, I haven't seen him do another one, but my in-laws live very close to there. So I said, well, let's go up there for the weekend. I'm going to go to this. And I wanted to, I'm a hands-on kind of guy. Like I wanted to put my hands on it and just kind of see, you know, what the next level would be or where I was going to take this. And I wanted to go and just kind of put my hands on it, you know, and, and be in it yeah. a little bit. And, we got, and it was great. We got to spend the whole day there. And I'm an awkward kind of social, awkward kind of guy in situations like that. So I was just kind of like the the chubby guy over in the corner, uh, not talking to a lot of people. And that's when um, I met Lacey. Lacey walked over this new yeah. short blonde girl walks over and goes, hi, I'm Lacey. I'm like, hey, good to meet you. And she kind of like forced me to speak to her. <laughs> so She's amazing. Started talking. <laughs> there she is. And she, you know, we started talking about family. She's like, where are you from? What are you doing here? And and then, um, and that's, that she, she was the one that kind of showed me the community side of it. And I'm like, well, there's other people, you know, kind of in this game we're doing here. 
And um, so I hung out with her and, and got to know her real well. And she's been like my little, my little Robin, if I'm Batman, you know, and yeah. so I kind of like followed her <laughs> little story that was going on. And, and that led me to all these other people in the community. But at that workshop, I felt kind of bad because, you know, Dallas was up there and he's just pouring out all this awesome information and this nutrition stuff. And there was a lot of people there. I'm sure, you know, I mean, he's a big star. I mean, they were probably there just to meet him and spend, we got to spend the whole day there with him. And uh, he's tossing out all this great stuff and I'm eating it up. I'm like, man, this is great. I got to try this, this, this. And then, you know, someone would raise their hand. Like one lady said, do you like peaches? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I like peaches. Yeah. And I'm like, are you guys not listening to anything this guy's saying? Like, this is great stuff. <laughs> so, and, and, and so I, I left there and, you know, I, I go run down and he said, how much you weight you lost? I'm like, I don't know, like a couple pounds, you know, I'll see what happens. And um, yeah, I left there with kind of like, okay, now phase two, you know, now I'm really going to push it. Right. And, and then I, you know, pushed it some more, but, you know, as far as, you know, daily life, it, it became that day that I made that decision. I did my first workout that evening and I was dying. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I should be able to do this. <laughs> and, but, you know, and, and I wasn't, you know, I had, of course, had just like everybody else had to do modifications and stuff, but it's, yep. you know, it, right away you, you got to put it in your head that it, it's consistency over perfection. Like you're not going right. to be perfect right. at all of it, but just keep, keep doing it. So that's what I did. And every day and, and before you know it, I was, you know, I was knocking them out and the pounds were coming off. And uh, once that ball starts rolling, you know, I tell people all the time in the, in the community, I love, I, I'm not a big uh, social media guy. I get on there, you know, check in on everybody in the, in the DDPY community. But I love seeing the people that say, you know, today's the day I'm going to do it. I get so excited and I, I jump all over them and I'm like, yes, this is the moment. Like, this is the part I love to hear because they're making that decision, you know, like I'm going to do yeah. it. Because so, that was the big you, moment uh, for me. That was it. You, you touched on something awesome. And, I, I, you know, and Chris, I love that question. What's the day-to-day like? And I think that's such an important question. Yeah. Because when you're a big guy and you're jumping into this for the first time, and, and I know that you were, you know, uh, having only 300 pounds, and, and I was earned more, too, several times in my life. Um, when you're at that weight, all you can think about is, i got to get to the finish line. You, you're focused on the finish line. You're focused on where you need to be. But the beautiful thing about the DDP Yoga journey is every day is a new victory that you, that you didn't expect. You, you're expecting that finish line celebration at some point down the line. But every single day you're realizing because I'm more flexible or because I'm stronger, I can do this or this is easier or, hey, I fit into this or, hey, this wasn't a struggle to get into or my seatbelt clicked or all these new victories on a daily basis as you're winning. And that's such an important part of the process because sometimes the finish line, if you're you're a really big guy, is is very hard to see or very hard to uh, materialize inside of your mind. But when you're hitting those new victories every day, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a snowball effect of, of, of motivation. And I'm actually for the first time experiencing a second generation. Like I had my success. I hit the hard point and I got to a point where I didn't want to be. Now I'm going again. And now that I know what to look for, 
I'm kind of really excited about these little journeys along the way that I kind of was a little bit aloof to the first time around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every day, see, when, when I started, I didn't go, okay, I'm going to do this for five or six months and, and see if I can lose 20 pounds. I didn't have a finish line. I didn't want to do that to myself. I just wanted to like see this mountain in front of me and I wanted to start climbing it and I didn't care what was at the top. I just didn't want to come sliding back down. So I didn't really set any goals. The goal was to lose weight and get in better shape. That was the goal. But I didn't want to say, okay, I'm going to go 25 or 40 pounds or whatever. I knew that that would come. I wanted to kind of simplify it and and make it attainable and then kind of just see what came with it because I knew what the outcome would be if I kept doing it. So, Roy, can I ask you, um, Summit, how Summit must have been a degree. Was it overwhelming for you? Um, it, it, it was, I don't know if overwhelming would be the word. It was a, it was a lot to kind of take in. Yeah. Um, not, not, not in a bad way. I mean, it was wonderful. Um, but it was really, it was really cool to, you know, you get that, um, I got a, I got a text message actually from like Garrett and, um, and he's like, Hey, you know, um, Hey, uh, you're going to, you want to come to the summit? You know, it's like, wow, that'd be great. You know? And, and, uh, it it was a lot, you know, walking into it, I was like, I was like, oh man, you know, cause I'd been to the PC before at that workshop. And of course it's just a handful of people there, but here now I was going to see all these people that I've been talking to and following their stories and, and, you know, interacting, you know, we, you know, guys in, in, in this community, we literally, there's people that I talk to on a daily basis every yeah. single day. And uh, and I get text messages uh, off on the side, you know, because that's the uh, you know guy needs is worried about something, and you know we we talk it out. And but um, yeah, it was a lot to take in. But as soon as I walked through the doors, I was going to the first morning class, and uh, everybody was in there. Like you know, John Clauser was sitting there and he waved. Yeah. And then <laughs> of course you know Steve Steve and David sitting like meditating in the middle of the floor and. And uh, I think he was even like levitated a few feet off the ground. <laughs> right. And so, uh, you know, I walked over and, and, but we knew each other, you know, as if we've, you know, been doing this every day together at the, you know, working out and, and, um, and meeting everybody was, was awesome. And then I was like, okay, this is really cool. But then it, it, it really got moving. And, and I remember Dallas talking in front of all of us and, and uh, I was like, yeah, this is this is really cool. Like, you know, these people really are busting their butts, you know, and it's and everybody has the same story, just different versions of it. And yeah, and it's, and it's amazing just to see. And, and but I was really I was really quiet um, at the summit and I just kind of kept to myself and I talked to, you know, the people I knew pretty well and um, hung out with Christina and Garrett and all them and. And but the the cool thing was, um, and I I catch a lot of heat still to this day from a lot of guys in the group. I didn't um, get a picture or anything with Dallas, cause, and I didn't talk to him. Cause he walked over, he he grabs my hand, he hugs me. He goes, "Man, it's good to see you." And um, but then someone like grabbed his attention. That, but that's all I needed. Like I don't need 
you know. Um, yeah. He knows. He knows the story. He knows because you know he he pays attention, and everybody at, that works with him does. Because as soon as I walked into the PC at the summit, um, Hayden down the hallway yelled my name, and then yeah. Christina Christina walked around the corner and goes, "Hey, there's Roy," you know. And I'm like, you know, they really pay attention to what's happening. You know, and it, that's a lot of work. You know, they keep up with everybody, and you know Dallas does as well. I know he does. And um, happy anniversary to Dallas and Brenda today, by the way, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, uh, you you talked about the summit, and, and I want to hit this real quick. The summit is, is a thing that happens where the group of people who are just the elite of the year, people who are crushing it at Ubioga. And it's funny because you think of like a fitness company or you a health and fitness company or a wellness company, and you think of the elite, you think there's going to be people there measuring and, and, and well, how many percentage, point percentage, zero, zero, zero percent body, body fat, or how big is your, your tone, ripped muscles. And it's such a unique experience because that's not what it is. There, there's people who are incredibly ripped, and there's people who are 300, 400 pounds. It's it's not about who's the sh- most shredded or who's the most little percent body fat. It's who's putting in the work, who's putting in the effort, who's walking the walk. Yeah. And for somebody who's 600 pounds, to be 500 pounds in a year, that's walking the walk. That's putting in the work. Or for somebody to be here yeah. and then be there, like, there's such a unique dynamic where you walk into it and it's such a diverse group of people and diverse group of experiences and, and life stories that you're like, there's nothing like anything I've ever seen before. And he always says, this is for everybody. And I don't think people believe that a lot of times. And, you know, people all, you know, they hear all the, a lot of the old timers saying, oh, Dallas is a salesman. Dallas is a salesman. He's a salesman. No. But if you spend any time with him, he only sells it because he believes it. He believes what he's saying. He's That's not right. selling you a load of anything. Sometimes cynical people, and I was that at first, you know, I think a lot of us were. We we see him passionately talking about GDP yoga, and we're like, well, this guy's kind of he's pushing hard to, to sell me this product. And then you spend a couple of minutes with him, or an hour with him, or days with him, and you realize he's as passionate as he as he proclaims to be, and, and it's not a load of anything. And you realize that he only pushes this because he believes in it. And if he didn't believe it, he'd stop tomorrow. Um, he's a yeah. lot of things. He, he's been energetic. He, he's he's gruff. He, he's loud. He's tall. He's big. He's intimidating. He, Full of shit. That's one thing. It's one thing if you spend any time with him, you'll realize that he is the genuine article. And um, when you say anyone can do that, he means anybody. We got the full spectrum of people. You know, yeah, and I absolutely. think one of That's, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the most amazing things for me is when you go to something like Summit. And you are all in that room together. There was like a hundred people and you're all in there and you all look around and just like what you were saying, gentlemen, that everyone is different shapes and sizes and, you know, everything, everybody's so different and it's wonderful. But I think what I, on the way home from Georgia, I realized it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter where you're starting, where you are. Because at the end of the day, our hearts all weigh the exact amount. So that's you an choose, absolute fact. 
yeah, you choose what you put your heart into. And this is one of those things that I think anybody who's been around long enough knows that, um, yeah, we, you put your whole heart into this. This isn't a half heart thing. This is a whole heart thing. And I, that was mm-hmm. what I took away when I was flying from Georgia. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's and that's what I do. Uh, I make it a point every day to just you know, even when the days you don't want to say, I got to put all all I got into this, even if it's for twenty minutes. Yeah, and I mean that's not to say that every day you're going to give your best. <laughs> I mean, I'm carte blanche to that. Mm-mm. I don't do my best every day. <laughs> I don't. Mm-mm, I'll be very honest. And and you know, but. He, it's always going to be good enough because your effort is tied in with your heart, right? So you got to put forth the effort to make the change. Yeah, and change it comes. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, sure it does. No, you can't do this on autopilot. You can't. But it's fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Um, you, you talked Mike, about the your time mentality. I'm What's sorry, that? Mike, but you, your mic is cutting in and out. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, is that just better? A little. It's much. Yeah. Is it? Oh, cool. Um, I think that's better. Um, <laughs> no, what I was saying is, um, you uh, you talked about the one day at a time attitude. You're going to take today, and you're just going to climb today and see where it gets you. I think that's a really important um, part of this, too, because um, sometimes when people are focused on that finish line so much when they get there, they don't know where to go. And I think, you know, a lot of times when you're younger, you, you get hammered in that mentality of follow your dreams at any cost, follow your path at any cost. I mean, it's a nice gesture, but when I turn 32 years old, Maybe I got to realize that I'm not going to be a ninja turtle, or maybe I'm not going to be one of the new kids on the block. I'm yeah. not going to be in Guns N' Roses. Time to, time to modify that. <laughs> For real, though, there, there's when you're taking it day by day instead of just focused on that one goal. It's all no matter what, I can follow your dreams. I don't have the same dreams that I had when I was seven years old, because you got to be willing sure. to adapt your goals and adapt your dreams and adapt your path. And because on this path. Tomorrow I may take the path next to me. And I think that's one thing that this, uh, a, lot, a lot of people uh, enjoy about this program is you can, there's so many avenues you can take it and, and things you can try and places you can go. And when you brought up climbing the mountain one day at a time, I think that was a huge, I thought that was a great analogy for what we do here. We're, we're going to see what today brings up and we'll figure out tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, it, it can, it, it takes you to insane places that you have no clue. Um, I did um, 70.3 half Ironman in, in May and never in my wildest dreams would I have thought I was going to cross the finish line of that. And I wore my DDP yoga shirt throughout the whole race. And in DDP yoga is the reason that I was able to do that because, you know, about six months into the program, I said, you know what, I'm going to go running. And I went jogging and I did it again. And, and then, uh, you know, my wife being the the pro level triathlete, I said, I'm going to do this little rinky dink triathlon 
down by the beach and I did that. And a couple months, you know, about seven months ago, I told her, I said, this is going to be crazy, but I'm going to sign up for this Ironman and I'm going to do it. And, uh, in the, the whole race, you know, out in the water on the bike and running, uh, I didn't think of anything except my family and the DDP yoga community. I, I thought about people's stories and I thought about the people I've met and I thought about the, the strength that this program, the DDP yoga is the absolute rock solid foundation that I have built any other goal on top of absolutely a hundred percent. And when I crossed the finish line at Ironman, I, that I said, I did it. This is the guy on that day when I decided to do this, this is the guy that I wanted to be at the end, at the finish line. And that was a big emotional moment for me and my, yeah, no my wife and my daughter. And I, I had did it. And the first people, the first people that I told when we got back to the hotel room after the finish line, a couple hours later, um, I pulled, there was a thing on my phone and, and Stephen David had wrote, you know, in, in the DDP yoga Facebook page, it said, has anybody heard from Roy with the outcome of the Ironman. So I had, everybody was kind of like waiting to hear. And I just said, Hey guys, you know, we did it. And, and I sent Lacey a message. I said, we did it. And I, I took a picture of my medal. Um, and, uh, and then my, my Twitter popped up and there was a message from Dallas that said, Hey, how'd you do? And I told them, and I was like, we did it, man. You know, and it, it was insane. And and in the two years I've been doing this, I have done things that I never dreamed possible. And and, and that's not even you know trying to make it sound cool. Like that's a it's a rock solid fact. And I still I'm there's so days I can't get over it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. Some days, you know. And today, like I, I had so much to do, and I was like, oh, I'm going to knock this little workout real quick and. And it's part of my day, and and there's days when I slip up. I, I think you know, just a, a few months ago, um, I think it was John White was you know talking about he wasn't eating real good. I was like, dude, it, it was like one day he ate something, and I was like, dude, on my birthday I ate nine cupcakes. Like I don't want to hear it. I'm like, so, <laughs> right? And, and 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 you know what? The next morning my pants still fit. I didn't have to go buy new clothes. You know, and and. You know, you're going to have those days. You're going to slip and fall, but you just, sure. just jump back up. Just jump back up and do it again. Like, who cares? You know, and don't, you don't even got to tell anybody about it, you know? No. If, if you do, people are going to be like, look, dude, I did the same thing. <laughs> right, yeah. And, I mean, I think that's the greatest thing, Roy, is we've all been there. We've all fallen. But just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you can unpack your suitcase and stay there. you got to kind of yeah. keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, the one, one amazing story. We got a couple more. We got a quick uh, call here. I'm going to grab this real quick. So I'm on the queue here. Uh, we got about <laughs> nine minutes left, so we got we to gotta roll through this. Uh, 973, Eric Code. Hello. Uh, good evening. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a new caller, actually. So, uh, yeah, uh, the name is Lou from Jersey. Um, I jumped in. Hello. Uh, yeah. I'm, I must admit, this. I really don't know much about the show. What is the particular topic? Hello? <laughs> well. Yeah, is there a particular oh, uh, topic I, I discuss? Or? 
no, we just go ahead, Mike. I think that my I think that might be a prank call. I think uh, I got warned about those numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry about that. Um, um oh. Hang on one sec. Alright. We still have um uh Roy on the line? Who? I think we might have dropped him. It was just, uh Roy. I think I might have dropped him. I accidentally trying to trying to lose that. Oh, we got a we got a warning about some calls from the from the nine seven three. I didn't think about it, so I think that was a a a, a, a prank call, so anyways. Um, so Roy, uh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to drop you there. Uh, your friend. Oh, that's there. all right. Um, anyways, uh, so to wrap up the show here, um, what do you see yourself going forward? Uh, going forward, uh, funny you should ask that. Yesterday, uh, uh, registration opened for the next, uh, half Ironman in May and in uh, 2019 and 2019 November is the full 140 mile Ironman. Wow! So DDP, DDP yoga every day, and I have uh, thought it and inked it, and it will be November 140 mile full Ironman. That's holy smokes. Uh, um, yeah, but it's um. Still, uh, DDP yoga every day. I swear by it. I tell people all the time. I've told people at at Ironman about it. They they said, you know, what did what did you do? And and I said, this this is it. This is what you need to be doing every day on top of your regular triathlon training. So that's what's going forward. And and I'm thinking about trying. You know, uh, um, I've been doing a few different apps, uh, counting my macros and stuff, and trying to experiment with a little yeah. different. Uh, Nutrition stuff, you know, just trying some different stuff out and still eating clean and, and yeah, going forward, that's what I'm doing, trying some new things uh, nutrition-wise and uh, DDP yoga twice a day, once a day, every day uh, on top of my regular swim, bike, run training. That's what's going forward and and um, just being a, a voice in the community for anybody that, that needs to hear me. That's amazing. Awesome, man. That's that's awesome. And and you know, I know you're that person for a lot of people and you got a lot of people bouncing back at you with a lot of support and love and and just uh great cheerleading staff here here on the crew and that's what uh, separates this this from so many other programs. A lot of people in your corner and uh you join the, the masses in so many other people's corner and that's what we do people inspiring people. This program Created by Diamond Dallas Page, and, and he's the he's the upfront man. He's the guy on all the packaging and stuff. But so much of this was built through people being inspired by Diamond Dallas Page, and then taking it out to the masses, and just being that uh, yeah. that uh, human billboard for the success of the program. Because you spend around anybody time around anybody who's got the DDP of the bucks, and, and that runs off. And uh, I know. Certainly, you've been that person for a lot of people too. So, on behalf of the yep. community, for thank you for 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 all you've done to you know pass along the uh, positivity. Ooh, man, I love it, man. Thanks, thank you guys so much for having me. This has been great. Oh, thank you for coming on, man. And y'all come again, and we'll uh, we'll talk and get an update soon. Absolutely. Absolutely.
Yeah, we'd love awesome, to have man. you back on. I'll be in touch. Yeah, say when, anytime. Oh. Anytime. Oh, you're the best. You're the best, Roy. Thank you so much, Roy. Hey, where about in Alabama are you, if you don't let me ask it? I'm down, I'm down on the Gulf Coast. I'm, I'm uh, on the beach. So, not a bad nice. place to I, live. I just watched I was just watching the Muscle Shoals documentary last night, so I was just curious. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, come All right. On. Well, thank you so much, Roy. <laughs> thank you so much, Roy. We okay, appreciate love you guys. And, uh, Chris, we'll talk to you soon. You too. Thanks, Roy. Take care. And Crystal, we're, we're, we're rolling yeah. out of here. we got a couple minutes left. Do you want to hit us with a quote? Uh, real quick, I want to let you guys know that DDP is going to be at the Raleigh Convention uh, Center this uh, weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'll be uh, lingering around myself, so uh, come over and say hello to the DDP Yoga crew. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page signing autographs, all kinds of cool guys. Alice Cooper, uh, uh, the, the Henry Winkler, Lou Ferrigno, a bunch of wrestlers, Jerry Lawler, Kane. A lot of cool guests are going to be there. So if you happen to be in the North Carolina area, swing by Raleigh this weekend for an awesome time at the convention and say hello. Uh, Crystal, let's, let's roll out with yeah. a cool quote. Sure. It's really, really short this week, but it's a good one, and it'll make you think. Um, so it's by Buddha, and it just basically says, be a voice, not an echo. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Thank you guys yep. so much. Thank you, uh, thank Roy. You. Thank you, Crystal. Happy birthday. Thanks, of course. Thank you. And uh, we will be back next week, I believe, with a brand new episode of DDP Radio live right here at DDPRadio.com. Until then, have a great week. Own it. Crush it. Do what you got to do to do what you do. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week. And uh, own it, my friends. See you guys. Later. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. Talk Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.